Hi guys, James Wilson-Taylor here for Rock Sound and welcome to another edition of the Rock Sound podcast where you can listen to our latest interviews and today's guest is Bert from Chunk No Captain Chunk. The new album Gone Are The Good Days is out now. It features those singles Bitter and Complete You. We talk a little bit about the writing process behind that which actually began back in 2017. Uh, we talk about the guest spot on there from the Dangerous Summers AJ. We talk a little bit about channeling a sense of nostalgia, particularly for the 90s into both the sound and into the aesthetic around the album and all the music videos too really really interesting conversation like i say the record is available right now via fearless records and if you want to watch the video of this conversation it's up as ever on the rock sound youtube channel just head over there and follow our video call playlist but let's get right to it shall we here he is talking through the brand new record gone are the good days this is bert from chunk no captain chunk How are you, man? I am doing pretty good. Uh, you know, we're like in, in the middle of the summer. It's pretty hot, pretty warm over there, but uh, you know, good stuff. You know, summer feels always good. Yeah, yeah. There's no amount of weather in the UK that we won't complain about. So, you know, it's too hot today, but it'll be too cold tomorrow. It's fine. Um, I'll start this off in the way we start off all of these, which is to say, you know, I hope you, your bandmates, loved ones, all keeping as safe and as well as you can over the last kind of 18 months or so. And before we get into the music, which is, you know, very, very exciting that it's a kind of just around the corner. Generally, how have you found this really extended period at home away from touring and everything? Has it been a, a struggle to fit into that routine or how you've been getting on? So actually, uh, it was not too bad for us because we were kind of like, we've been quiet for a while, actually, like our last album was released like in uh, 2015. So obviously, like after, you know, the, the album cycle, uh, we were, you know, like we, back, like we were chilling for a couple years now. So I would say that, you know, um, it, I, I would love to be back on stage like as, as soon as possible, but I don't, you know, I don't suffer from not, not touring at the moment, actually. I, I actually got used to it. So uh, it's good. However, yeah, uh, I, just, I just can't wait for, you know, life to get back to normal. Um, and uh, just I, I feel like uh, it's slowly getting back on track here. Like the whole, the entire music industry is, is like, it's slowly getting back to normal. But, you know, I guess this will still take a little bit of time to, you know, for things to get back to normal. We'll see, but yeah. Yeah, beginning to adjust, beginning to adjust. The light is at the end of the tunnel. We can kind of see it coming through. Um, and case in point, you know, people being able to release more new music. It feels like there's a lot of bands who are actually finally able to put out stuff. And let's talk about yourselves. You know, the album is kind of on the way. Um, like you said there, it's been a minute since the last record. So I take it was this kind of largely already put together before the whole pandemic cut in like how much of it actually kind of changed over the last year or did you have a lot of songs all ready to go before all that actually that that fourth album was supposed to happen in like 2017 um you know and and we actually had like a, a big writing session in 2017 um and 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 yeah for some reason and even nowadays like today i cannot even explain why but the vibe was not there like we had like a couple of pre-production obviously but um like we were not feeling it i don't know like it was not good enough but maybe we had like very high expectations and that's why we kind of like you know we were not feeling it um somehow but but yeah i don't know like we we got back at it in 2020 um there's a couple of pre-productions that we did in in uh, 2017 that we we used uh that we we used as a as a starting point for for the new songs but 
I would say that most of the tracks that's on the record have been um, written um, last year, actually. So, so yeah, it's all so pretty, pretty fresh. And I think honestly, like without, I, I think this, just songwriting during the pandemic is kind of, like kind of like makes it very special. Like it, 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 like in terms of creativity, you kind of like. I mean, I'm just speaking for myself, but it kind of like unlocks something in terms of creativity. Maybe it's the fact that we all got like bored or worried or we were like in this weird zone for a minute. Um, I cannot even explain that, but but yeah, I would say that this album has like this color because the pandemic happened, I would say. That's really interesting though. So like you say there was just a couple of moments that were kind of jumping off points from the stuff you made in 2017. How similar was it in terms of the sound? Because as we'll come on to say, I mean, you know, it's still very much you guys, but you're definitely playing in some new textures and some new soundscapes in, in places here and there. Uh, was that kind of on the table back in 2017 or is this now completely different from what you had back then? It is quite different actually. Like there is maybe one track where we use the most of our ideas we had like a couple of years back um but i don't know i think i think the the the, the, the main difference between our pre-productions from five years ago and the songs as they are right now are the fact that maybe five years ago we tried to we tried to like i said we had like high expectations we did not really know what where we wanted to go so we experimented a lot but what we wanted to achieve five years ago was like kind of something that sounds like very, very new, something fresh. And I think um, somehow we managed to do that in 2020, but we really wanted to come up with something very original in a way, um, but maybe too much. Uh, and that's why we were never really happy with it, just because maybe it was just too weird or just, just I don't know, I, I don't know. Uh, but I'm just glad we still have like that one track on the record that's actually kind of like the same, uh, it, it, yeah, the, the same as the pre-production we had like five years ago. So yeah. yeah, but it's interesting to see the progression then because yeah, I, I mean, before we get to the sound of it, I suppose just that working process. Every single band I've spoken to has been working on a record over the last year has kind of approached in a different way. Some people have been completely spread across the world. Some people have kind of gone into a little quarantine together. What was your approach? How did it, it kind of work together as everything stopped around you? Uh, I don't know. Like, it's crazy because, like, um, we, we started writing songs actually for, for Slam Dunk. Uh, so oh, basically, wow. it was January 2020 because we're supposed to play, like, the 2020 May uh, edition. Yeah um and yeah so we we started the songwriting in january and you know like we could have like never think of like what's what was ahead obviously but what's crazy was that our, the main topic of like the, the the first song we wrote were like oh yeah we want to talk about nostalgia we want to talk about like the good old days because you know we've been we've been um quite, kind of like quiet for a couple of years and and yeah we were just like we had this topic in mind anyways. What's crazy is that with the pandemic that happened, I think like the, the, the nostalgia kind of thing kind of like makes sense to a lot, to a lot more people uh, than it was in the first place, you know, like, and um, what's crazy is that, that, that um, the, the, the second single that we released, which is called Garner the Good Days. Yeah. Uh, the, if you look at the lyrics, it's basically us, like the, the band who's like 
looking back and like remembering those like good times on tour, but it's basically uh, self-centered uh, on us. And, and what I really like is that now a lot more people can relate to that message, you know, um, because, you know, I think we all had like a rough year, like you said, uh, and, and when you're like in your room, locked, locked in your room and you don't know, you know, what the world's going to be, you like, you kind of like question yourself and you're like, what's, what's left, you know, what's, uh, you know, um, and, and I think looking back those like good memories with your, with friends at shows and all of that can helps like to cheer you up, uh, in a way. So, um, I think we all needed that at some point, um, especially in 2020. Yeah, it's funny talking about the kind of nostalgia aspect and everything, because even from a musical standpoint, and I guess from like the kind of aesthetic and artwork around the album and around the singles and everything as well, very much channeling that sort of 80s neon, that kind of big bright thing there. And then you look at that latest single, uh, Complete You, which has that kind of sound that you guys have played with for a very, very long time, but just a little bits of piano in there. There's little bits of, like, you can see these little touches in there. I take it, talking about nostalgia, that must have been quite a conscious decision, right? Was there any kind of older bands of that era that you were kind of listening to that infused this? But what kind of brought out that sound? Oh, I, I feel like, you know, you know, um, I'm a, you know, we're all like kids from the 90s. We, we grew up with Blink-182, Linkin Park and all those bands and obviously, you know, that's that's something actually in, in the first music video we released, there's like posters, there's like core Linkin Park posters in the background. Like, I, I don't know if you can see it, but we had like an entire setup uh, full of like items, um, like with those like references from the 90s um, and even older. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, the, the, the nostalgia topic was, 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 I don't know, it was the main thing. I think we wanted to, to trigger that kind of like emotion with, uh, with those new songs. And, and, um, and what's crazy is that when you look at the comments under, you know, our new, new videos and new, um, new songs, uh, like a lot of people are talking about like what kind of, what kind of nostalgia, what kind of memories that those new songs kind of trigger. And, and they're all, you know, they're all different, but I guess uh, just having that in our music video, like we, we had like the, the, the Titanic poster, the Home Alone poster, like at least something's happening. Like it triggers some emotion. It's not like, and that's exactly what we, what we wanted to do here. Um, but um, for, you know, for, for, for the last single we released, Complete You, we had a kind of like a different approach on that one. Um, that that song specifically started out like started out from like a, a weird, like the weirdest experiment. Um, um, and I think we like the, the the starting point for for that song was kind of like like a, a, a weird like drum pattern that was kind of like tropical or or and we're like we wanted to see how far we could experiment with our sound because. For a band like us in the niche genre that where we are, uh, it's so hard when it comes to like writing a fourth album to make your own style um, progress, evolve. Um, and you know, we've always we've we've always been like after some some changes in our sound. But I think with this album and just the fact that we had a lot of time to actually write it, we could actually yeah take some time to experiment. And this song specifically complete you is the one where you know we had we just compiled a bunch of like crazy stuff that are nothing related to our style of music in the first place but 
somehow it works. And, and, and what's pretty cool about that song is that it really opens some opportunities and some ideas for like, for example, like a fifth album, we'll see, but it's just like for us, it, it has triggered like a, a, an extra push of uh, creativity in our style of music. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a delicate line to walk as well, because like I said, it still sounds very much like you guys, but obviously you can notice the changes in that progression. It's a really, really nice line to walk. You know, it's not going too outside the pocket, but it's still there and pushing right. ahead. It works really nicely. And of course, um, AJ from Dangerous Summer getting involved as well, which is really, really cool to see. A nice little guest spot in there. Talk to me a little bit about working with them and uh, and how that collab came to be, I suppose. It was it was very chill. Like, honestly, at first, that like we we were not even like talking about having any guests on the album but i think it was pretty late in the in the recording process like we we were like on the fourth week uh of the recording and i guess i think my guitar player was kind of like chatting on instagram with him uh because you know uh they were friends and um i mean they're still friends um and and um and yeah they were like chatting and we were like all in the room and we're like oh yeah what about having aj on the record and we're like yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. You know, like, and I'm a big The Dangerous Summer fan. Like, I that's you know, it's it's a, it's such a great band. Plus, I love uh, the tone of his voice. I think it's it's really unique. And and I was kind of like um, scared before because um, like the song is on a very is on a very low uh, range. And but and I think that where his voice like shines is where like he actually hits those like higher notes but i don't know it works so well it turned out so well like plus i really like how you know it balances the song between my voice and his um i think that was that's pretty cool and for the and for the, the the record um that's a funny story is that he while he was recording his um his tracks uh he actually did it while he was at um having like covid like um no yeah, way he was, he was wow. sick doing it but I don't know, it turned out so well. Man, that's even more impressive then. If you're able to handle that while you're sick and in quarantine and everything, man, fair play. That's really, really right. impressive. I like that a lot. Um, in terms of generally then, I mean, you know, what I've found with the majority of people I've been speaking to really, especially lately where records are coming out and things, um, because there's been that big chunk of time where there hasn't been any touring, it sort of feels like the music making's just continued. How much have you been left with outside of what we're about to hear on this record uh, that you're maybe still playing with? Or is there anything that's kind of been left on the cutting room floor there? Um, so we were silent for a couple of years, like you said, but actually we were not on a hiatus. I, I saw a lot of of comments and, and um, articles saying that we were on a, on a hiatus for, for all those years. But actually, if you look at our social medias, like we actually toured, we actually toured Southeast Asia, we did Japan, we did like a, yeah, a full tour, probably our longest tour in Japan. We did Indonesia, um, we did a couple shows here and there. Um, so we were not so active, but a little bit active. Um, but yeah, obviously I understand that without an album, I can understand that, you know, you don't get that much hype and that much, like that many tour offers. I mean, that, that makes total sense, obviously. Um, but I think the, the, the goal for us was to actually um, step back a little bit because like I said, the idea was to, like, we, we couldn't come up with like ideas that were not, that were good enough to, 
to make a, a fourth record in, in 2017. So the idea was actually to step back a minute, get back to normal life. So I personally started a music, uh, like a business in the, in the music, in, like uh, music production, sorry. Um, and I think, yeah, everybody like did, did uh, their own thing. And, uh, and, but what's crazy is that in 2020, when we were like, hey, what about, you know, making that, finally making that fourth album, everybody was like, was like yeah. Hell yeah, let's, uh, let's do this. So I'm just like, honestly, to me, that's not like those years are definitely not a waste of time. And I think this album is sounding exactly the way it sounds just because we, yeah, we had that, that, that step back for a minute. Um, and yeah, I don't regret that at all. Yeah, it feels like maybe kind of a refreshed state of mind really and bodes well for what might come next with album five whenever that arrives, right? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But also, I think that, uh, um, uh, oh, I forgot what I wanted to say. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, sorry. I, I'm based out for a minute. Uh, uh, well, I'm so sorry. Sorry. Fast. It's all right. We'll move on. It's all good. We've all done that. Everyone's losing their head these days. It's all good. Um, I'll kind of wrap up with this then, but which is to say, you know, live shows, we've mentioned them there. We're so excited to finally, hopefully, God, get some uh, actual live music coming very, very soon. Slam dunk in the calendar. That's exciting. You know, a big, big festival moment. Like you say, you were supposed to be there back in 2020, along with so many other artists. It's finally going to be happening. Uh, I mean, talk to me about that. You must be so excited to get back, not just to a festival crowd, but to UK crowds as well. It's got to be really really exciting sure no yeah like slam dunk is the best honestly like we had our best um like show experience like ever over there i don't know i don't know why but the crowd has always been like i mean huge for us and very like in such a great like mood every time uh, i mean every time we play in the uk it's been amazing like that's really the best crowd but specifically slam dunk i don't know there's like there's like a vibe it's it's a party you know um oh and yeah i i remember that <laughs> what i wanted to say earlier now sorry about that um yeah we just we're just um slightly ta talking about the album and what i'm really glad um to see is that you know bit, um we we've been silent for all these years without releasing new stuff but what really feels good right now is that uh as soon as we started like uh, teasing the new songs and uh, uh, releasing like the, our first single, like it almost felt like we never left. People like I, when you when when I read all the comments, like there was like so many saying, "Oh, that was worth the wait." So it's cool because you know some bands can be like silent for a while, be on that kind of like hiatus for a while, and when they try to come back, like nobody's waiting for them. They they've been forgotten. So. Um, yeah, we, we're like very grateful to have like a great uh, fan base that has been like sticking around. So that's just really cool. Yeah, no, it is really cool, man. It's really, really nice to see. And, you know, really enjoy what we heard so far. Like I say, can't wait for you guys to get over here for some live shows. It's always going to be a fun time. And in the meantime, just, you know, stay safe out there. We look forward to chatting to you soon, hopefully in the flesh next time, if COVID will allow. Fingers oh, yeah. crossed, man. All right. Sure. Uh, yeah. Take care of yourself in the meantime. All right, but Yep. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you again to Bert for that conversation. As I said before, you can check out the video of this chat right now up on the Rock Sound YouTube channel and make sure you subscribe to the Rock Sound podcast to keep up to date with our latest interviews. Loads of new episodes coming very soon and you can listen back to our recent conversations including with 21 Pilots, Tyler Joseph and Josh Dunn, Manaskin, Machine Gun Kelly and loads, loads more. We're available now wherever you get your podcasts. Back soon with a new episode. Until then, I've been James Wilson-Taylor and thank you for listening to the Rock Sound Podcast.